All right, y'all. So I know y'all are ready to hop into Bible study. And the topic of the message that God has sent today is, are you settling? And we're going to be reading from Mark chapter 5, verse 21 through 43. Okay. So when I think about settling, I think about choosing the second best option, y'all. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't ever want to be anyone's second option. This really opened a space for me to reflect on my relationship with God and if I may be doing the same thing in my walk. And honestly, God spoke to me and said, don't settle or compromise for the first thing that comes to you out of fear. I have more in store for you. And so just to give you all a background example or explanation on what I mean by settling, is say, for instance, a job offer. Y'all know how we go. We apply to jobs. We're looking for jobs. And it's one that we really want, but we may feel unqualified for. And then it's one that we're like, okay, I know I got the standards for it. I know I can do it, but I don't, I might not really want to do this. I'm not really feeling this. And so we go through these interviews of one of the jobs knowing it is not our first option. And um, out of fear, we settle for the job that we really don't want because we may feel like we're unqualified for the other one or they may be taking too long to give us um, feedback on whether or not we got the position or they're taking too long to give us an offer. And so that is an example of settling. And a lot of times we pray, God, if it's in your will, make it known. I know y'all know that one, but sometimes we've already made the decision for ourselves out of fear without even allowing for God to do his work. Okay, so wherever you are right now, I want you to think of some times where you may have settled for a blessing. I know I've been in situations where I've prayed and I've left it in God's hands and immediately chose the first option with fear crowding my mind. For example, you may pray for healing and settle to sit in the darkness because you're scared of the healing process. You may have applied to two different positions and automatically say yes to one job offer because you're unsure if you're qualified for the other. Or you may settle in a relationship in fear that there's no one else out there for you. Y'all know we've been there before. But the truth of this message is there is no settling with God, sis. We have to trust him during the unfulfilled times. And it's a scripture that I really like to um, tap into, which is Ephesians 3 and 20. And it says, with God's power working in us, he can do much, much more than anything we can ever ask or think of. So powerful because it's God's power, not our power. So this message is going to really be about trust. And I want you to reflect on what does trusting God really look like to you at this moment? What areas may you be struggling in? Is it easier for you to trust God when things are going right, but when they're not, you're ready to to throw the towel in? I know for me, sometimes trusting God can be a constant pull on my flesh because I had this pattern sometimes where I can release it verbally, but my insides will literally rip apart. My anxiety will rise, and it's only because control was not released fully. But that's the honesty in it. So while you navigate on whether or not or what trusting God looks like to you in this moment, I'm going to break it down for y'all. And to trust is to have firm belief in. 
We profess our love for God and our beliefs all the time. But are we lacking in some areas? Are you lacking in some areas? Okay, so sis, we're going to hop into Mark chapter 5, verse 21 through 32. And if you want time to read the chapter, you can pause this and and tap back in. But I'm going to give you all a quick recap of Mark chapter 5, verse 1 through 20. And I really like to title this segment or the tone of the segment is really trusting God while taking risks despite the possible outcome. So if y'all resonate anytime through this passage or this message, I'm going to need y'all to drop some 100 emojis or make some noise or something. Okay. So just to give you all a recap of Mark chapter five, verse one through 20. Jesus freed the evil spirits from a man that everyone pretty much counted out. Everybody gave up on this man, um, but when Jesus freed the evil spirits out of him, he shocked the whole city. Like, they was going crazy. And mind you, y'all, just like the people talking now with social media, just how we be doing with social media, I'm sure. that Back then, they was running T from C to C, okay? So I know, which I think this is important in the message we're going into, but I know People was hearing about what Jesus was doing and they was like, I want in. I want some of that. Okay, I want some of that good loving. <laughs> and so um, that is the recap of Mark chapter 5, verse 1 through 20. So now we're going to hop into the message, which the message is on Mark 5, chapter 21 through 43. And so in the passage, Jairus begged Jesus to heal his daughter from chronic bleeding. And that's in Mark chapter 5 through 23. He literally, the passage literally says, he begged Jesus again and again saying, my little daughter is dying. Please come and lay your hands on her. Then she will be healed and will live. Then he ran across a woman who had been bleeding for years. She spent loads of money on doctors and healthcare, but they were unable to heal her. So this lady has been bleeding, and I know y'all probably heard the story, but but we're going over it. So this lady has been bleeding. She's been racks and racks on doctors and healthcare to be seen for them to heal her, but nobody could. So Mark chapter 5, verse 27 through 29 reads, the woman heard about Jesus, so she followed him with the other people and touched his coat. She thought, if I can just touch his clothes, that will be enough to heal me. And as soon as she touched his coat, y'all, her bleeding stopped. She felt that her body was healed from all of the suffering. So y'all know earlier how we were talking about um, how everybody was hearing about what Jesus was doing. So this woman heard about Jesus and she was like, you know, if I could just put my hands on, if I could just touch his garment, huh? I'll be straight. And so that's what she did. And her bleeding stopped. And it says in the passage that Jesus literally felt the power coming out of him. He stopped. He turned around and he asked, who touched me, fam? Who touched me? So imagine being in a girl's shoes. And if it was me, y'all, I would be asking myself, did I make the right move? Um, did I did I move before God instructed me to? Um did I make the right decision? Or you may be like, Jesus, come here, come here, come here, come here. 
I don't know. Whichever one you are, I know how I will be. And I will be second guessing. Seeing him turn around like that, I will be like, in my because in my personal case, it's always, did I move before God instructed me to? So while Jesus was looking for who touched him, the woman knew she was healed and came and bowed before Jesus. So in Mark 5, chapter 33, she came and bowed before Jesus. So while reading this, like I told y'all, I thought Jesus would have flipped. I thought he would have been like, what's up? What's good? Why you touch me? <laughs> but instead, in Mark 5, 34, he said to her, Dear woman, you are made well because you believed. Go in peace. You will not suffer anymore. Y'all, that is so powerful. Dear woman, you are made well because you believed. Like, God is saying all we have to do is believe, y'all. Believe. He said, go in peace. You will not suffer anymore. So the message in this is do not allow for fear or pain that you think you're going to endure. Stop you from trusting God and his plans over your life. Sis, believe. You have to believe. The pain will only be temporary. Sometimes we're scared to take risks when the risks could possibly save our lives. The young lady in this message literally took a leap and touched Jesus to save her life. She touched him. She was bleeding for years. And she believed and took a step out on faith and touched, just touched him. Touched his garment. She tried to do it the right way, y'all. But even the finest of doctors could not save her. How many times have you tried to do things the right way in your mind and still came up short? Have you tried doing it with guys, Nothing else compares. Take that risk, queen. Step out on faith. Believe. God is waiting on you to move. He sees you. He sees you working hard. He sees you sacrificing. He sees your dedication. You are not forgotten. But he's waiting on you to believe. So I like to look at trusting God as similar to waiting on an episode, new episodes, seasons, you know. So whatever your favorite show is at the moment, mine is currently Game of Thrones and y'all, it be having me on edge. Like I be turned upside down by this show. But trusting God can be like watching a juicy episode. You can be so anxious or excited about the ending but are you going to skip forward? Are you going to skip forward on the episode? Absolutely not. Because you do not want to miss the good part or any key elements. So you sit back, you watch the full show, trusting that the end will be well worth it. And once you get to the end, you realize why you had to wait. And nine times out of ten, it is usually well worth it. When you do it with God, 10 times out of 10 is going to be well worth it because he's preparing us through the seasons to reap the blessings he has. So while you're in the trusting, um, while you're in the process of trusting God, y'all, 
I want you to one, stand strong in the promises of God because what he has for you is for you. He has already promised it to you. He has already laid it out for you. But believing and standing strong in his promises that he's going to provide should be just enough for you to continue to trust him. Worship over worry. I'm going to need you to reset your mind to focus on the good and not the bad. Praise God and worship God for what he's already doing, not what you're lacking, because God gives us everything that we, that um, he provides everything that we need. So begin to worship more than worry. Make your gratitude journal. Write down all the things that you're grateful for, whether you do it daily, weekly, whatever. And as you write down those things that you're grateful for, that you're thankful for, that you're worshiping God for, you will see that he's doing so much more that he's providing you providing you with your essentials, the things that you really need. And I promise you that worry will be decreased, honey. So as our reflective question, our reflective exercise that we're taking out so that we can really tap down and really break down where these lack of trust, where this lack of trust is coming from, okay? Because lack of trust can really be betrayal, abandonment, but God is not, he has not done any of those to us. He never betrays us, betrays us. He never leaves us. He will never forsake us. So I got two takeaway questions for you to marinate on. One, as we're breaking down this trust, are you comparing your trust with God to your trust with man? Because if so, sis, we're going to have to break that apart. We cannot be building up these barriers or these walls with God because he is not like man. He, man, man cannot compare. But also, does the condition of, your, of what you're going through at the moment affect your faith? And how do you respond when things go well or when they don't go well? Do you have restricted faith? So, y'all, before we hop out of the Bible study, don't forget to go and read Mark 5, chapter 21 through 43, but we're going to pray it out. So, dear God, we thank you so much for revealing to us this message. Thank you so much for speaking to us through this message, God. God, today we pray over anyone who may be settling in the blessings for anyone who may be choosing the second option instead of choosing what you have, God. God, I pray that you guide their steps. God, I pray that you show us the light. God, I pray that you make the path very clear for us, God. God, I pray for increased faith, God. Not just not just faith when it's convenient for us, but faith when our backs are against the wall, God. I pray for each and every person under, under the sound of my voice who may be struggling with trust, God. Tap on their shoulder and remind them every single day that you're here for them, that you love them, that they're worthy, that they're beautiful, that you have a purpose for them, God. Remind them and and clear out those clouded thoughts that may be trying to deter them otherwise, who may want them to believe otherwise. That, that thought in their minds who was telling them to give up, God. I pray that they're surrounded by people to remind them who you are. God, and as we go forward today, we will no longer settle because we understand that there is no settling with you, God. So we love you. We praise your name. 
We worship you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank y'all so much for tuning into another Hottie Word Bible study. It's your girl, Jet, and I'm signing out. See you next time.